mythical beast, essentially a two-legged dragon or serpent-like creature with a rooster's head. Essentially. I mean, that's not really it, but, like, essentially. Just own it, guys. It's a dragon <laughs> with a rooster's head. Call it a dragon with a... None of this essentially... Bullshit. Yeah. What's with the qualifiers? It's kind of just a dragon, I well, guess, with a chicken Technically, head. if you do your research, then... Uh... I mean, it's also got a spiny tail, so, I mean, it's not really a dragon, because dragons don't have spines on their tails. Yeah, but, like, you'd know that if you read InfoWars, so... If you only read InfoWars, you would know. You would know everything that there is to know about everything. Got a little bit of the uh, <clears throat> the movie voice right now. You do. do you hear it? Ooh, yeah. Lean into that. Lean into that. Lean let's, into that. Let's see where that goes. This Saturday on Me Cook Pretty, we've got the beat. That's great. Now, yeah, just keep going. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I only had that bit prepared, really. If I'm being honest, you, you need more beat puns. <laughs> I will admit, going into this, um, I. I was worried about the beat puns. Mm, and mm. so maybe should we just get those all out of the way like right now? Um well, yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, okay, so I think the first thing we should decide is if we're going to call the episode just beat it. Um probably, yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. All right, great. Um as long as that's decided then I'm I'm good to go. Yeah, beat whatever. it's fine. Yeah. yeah. With with the the food spelling. Uh, yeah, what yeah. else? Well, yeah. Um Better talk fast or I'm going to beat you to it. Uh, 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 I will... Um, you know I'm bad at pun wars. This is not... Uh, drop the beat. Um, this is not beat fair. Beat back soon. Um, no, beat back soon doesn't even work. Why not? It doesn't even work because it's not the actual phrase. Well, be back soon is a phrase. It's kind of similar. <sighs> well, hello and welcome to Me Cook Pretty, a culinary podcast where we do challenges each episode and we talk about it. Riley, what did we do this week? Clark, um, we, wait, what did we do? That beats me. Uh, (laughs) there we go. Come coming through clutch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That was great. You did not give that as much reverence as I thought you were going to. Oh, well, yeah, there it is. Well played. Well, well played. played. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Beats. What 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 about beats, really? Well, everything beats. Um we beat it here, we beat it there, we beat it everywhere. This Yep. No shame. Yeah, no shame whatsoever. That uh, yeah, that's it's great. It was awesome. Um mm-hmm. Beats are a challenge, man. That's why we do it as the challenge, they my friend. They are delicious, but they were, uh, th- they proved more difficult than I planned on. Let's just say hmm. it that way, I think. I will say that the existence of Golden Beats, um, oh, probably, man. <laughs> probably added a couple years to my, uh, cutting board's lifespan. Yeah. Just, oh, like not yeah. Having pink everything. Yeah. Uh, cutting boards, anything, anything bamboo based in the kitchen definitely suffered this week. Mm hmm. And I have white countertops that they aren't 
they aren't uh, marble. They aren't granite. They aren't any type of stone. It's some sort of weird uh, covering over just like fiberboard. So, so what you're saying is you have off pink <laughs> countertops. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Luckily, a magic eraser has gotten most of this stuff out, but we'll see. Let's talk a little bit about what we got wrong before we talk about what we got right in a little section known as Burnt Ends. So uh, what'd you screw up this All right. challenge? All How right. did Beats beat you? How were you defeated? I was... I was... Uh-huh. Go on. <laughs> I was... I can't say it. I was... Okay, yes, I can. I gotta... I believe. I gotta commit. I was debated Yes. by... Um, by roasting beets, which what? <laughs> right? I know. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay. I feel like my burn ends usually come with with a a, a hefty amount of explanation. Um, and this one is is no exception. Uh, <laughs> so I was going to just bake beets like like you do. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like a little olive oil, a little salt, a little pepper. Yeah, 400 um, degrees, 450. Yeah. yeah, and just leave them in there. Yep. Um, so I put them in there, got everything in. It's 400 degrees. It's going to be great. They were they were little ones because we have local beats from last year still, so they're all the little guys. Wait, double checking because I think this might factor into things. You you baked a whole beat? Uh, well, I cut them. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I all right. Them. I do not know where this is going then. Let's yeah. see it. Okay, so yeah, I got them in there. Got them all, you know, how, how you're supposed to, um, with the cut side down and all that, right? Right? Oh, sure. Or cut I side knew up. That. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. Uh, however you like it. Um, but they were in there, and I forgot them. I just left them. <laughs> um, okay. And then, and then it was super late, and I realized that I forgot them, and I was so tired that I just walked into the kitchen and turned the oven off <laughs> after they had been in the oven for probably two and a half or three hours. Wow. Um, and you just made that tomorrow Riley's problem. Yeah. And I was like, well, whatever. They'll just, they'll be fine overnight. Like I'm not going to deal with this right now. Cause the pan's too hot to throw them away. They're too hot to put in the compost or whatever. Wow. Um, okay. and then it, it gets better. Um, it gets beater. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, then they proceeded, I, I proceeded to think about them for the next two days. Oh, no, Riley. And forgot to ever take them out of the oven because I would think about them at work like, oh, I really need to take those beets out of the oven. Riley. And then on the third okay. day, I took them out of the oven. And they were these shriveled little remnants of what beets <laughs> used to be. Uh-huh. Um, and needless to say, I did not try them. I... uh I, yeah, I, I called it good at that. Yeah. How's your pan doing? Uh, pan's fine. Pan's great. Pan's never been better. Uh, wow. The beets, however, were like little pink rocks. Wow. So this is the most literal burnt end. Yeah, it was. Had. I just burnt the shit out of them. Wow. Poor beets. I man. know. I know. They they had such a promising life, and they just got forgotten in an oven. Mm. Did uh, what, you later roast beets? Did you ever get a successful roasted? I beet? did pan roasting from then on. Okay, um, <laughs> kept him out of More the. More accountability there. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yep, kept them out of the oven. I tend to forget things in the oven sometimes, so. That's so funny. Yeah, it was uh, it was a lesson in attention to detail, that's for sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah. At least you didn't, like, leave for work and come home leave to the oven on. house or yeah. anything. Oh, my yeah. God. That would have been, that would have been awful. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what's flammable in beets, but. Um, I, something would combust eventually. Eventually. Yeah. 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 The sugars, probably. Huh. Well, I think my burnt end is probably equally wasteful. Um, I made borscht uh, the the first weekend into the challenge, and it was fantastic. It was very good. My friend Austin helped me with it. Um, but as I was eating, I'm like, hmm, this could use more acid, and this could definitely use more dill. Uh, I could only find, <laughs> like, one container of dill at the store. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, next time around, way more dill and more acid. <clears throat> And a few days later, I decided, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do borscht three ways. So I've already done the first one where it's like a nice um, chunky stew style where um, you can still identify the ingredients, uh-huh. but uh, everything is in like a big chunk, so you kind of have to work your way through it, very filling. So I decided I'm going to make uh, another one where I just puree everything, where yeah, it's like okay. a, yeah, like another traditional type of borscht where everything is just um, immersion blended to hell. Yeah, And a third one I wanted to make just purely with golden beets and green cabbage and, like, lighter ingredients. Uh-huh. Because I that wanted to see, great. like, yeah, I, I wanted to see if, like, part of borscht, like, part of what made borscht good was the color and, like, that experience. Like, yeah. would it taste as good if it just kind of looked like potato soup? Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> so there I am, super, you know, <clears throat> into the whole beet thing, everything's on. And right towards the end, everything's tasting great. I'm like, all right, dill time. And I, like, tripled up on the dill for each one, like, Uh way, way more than the first time. (laughs) Thinking in the back of my head, like, no such thing as too much dill, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I would assume. Yeah. I found the threshold, man. (laughs) It was too much dill and too much lime juice. Oh, was it just all dill? Yeah, it's just like every single bite, like the most prominent flavor is dill. So it's like I still had to eat some because, you know, I'm, I'm not I, – I made smaller portions because I knew I was making a lot of yeah. like different types. So yeah. I only did like half recipes and stuff. Yeah. So I didn't make too much of it, but I made enough that I'm like, I kind of need to go through this. <laughs> and, um, yeah, next time I'm going to – add dill kind of incrementally and taste it after a few minutes and then maybe add a bit more. Yeah. But I'm not just going to throw in an entire container of dill to a half half recipe. That's a lot of dill. I mean, I I love dill, but I can imagine that that would be too much. I didn't think, yeah, I thought it was like Mean Girls, you know, the limit does not exist. Yeah. (laughs) Turns out I uh, Is that the first Mean Girls reference on this podcast? Uh, I hope not. That's a great movie. Yeah, I know. We needed to make more. (laughs) Uh, so anyway, I made borscht three ways and only one of which was really super edible. Only one of which turned out edible enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Edible enough that I would like serve to other people. Okay. Yeah. So. Makes sense. Damn. Yeah. That sucks. That's, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm I'm sorry to have, I'm, I'm sorry to have dill be such a rough experience for you because dill is such a great thing right it's done me so well in the past it's unfortunate that now it's tainted with Mm. that flavor yep that's the dill though (sighs) that's the dillio that's the dillio 
Anyway, oh onwards. <laughs> Let's figure out what's new and great and exciting in our kitchens with a little kitchen update. I'm going to stop you right there and just tell you I got a juicer. I got a <laughs> damn Lord. juicer. Uh, it's so great. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. Um, and Riley has been sending me Snapchats of him with a, a super energetic filter telling me about his juicing experience over the last few days. <laughs> so I've gotten so many super hyper, not aggressive, well, aggressive. Yeah, pseudo-aggressive, yeah. Pseudo-aggressive um, snaps about this juicing thing. Yeah, so, well, I mean, go on. what what else am I going to get? for my kitchen for the beet challenge besides a juicer like beet juice is so incredible this is way good yeah yeah color oh oh, man it's like it's it's unlike anything else and then there there are a few benefits um Mm -hmm. your Mm -hmm. pee turns orange which i've never (laughs) had enough beets for that to happen but it does even Uh, with this challenge that didn't happen to me so i yeah it takes a lot of beet juice uh like a quart of beet juice to make your make your pee turn orange, but it, that Oof, was a pretty uh, cool experience. Um, yeah, I'm sure your kidneys were like, okay, like, we are. What? Uh, <laughs> what is this? Are we, what are we supposed yeah. to do with this? Um, uh, that's great. And okay. then, of course, of course, the uh, the morning after experience or the mor- moment of panic. Um, and then... Yeah. Uh, and, Gotta set an alarm, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I messed up on that one. Yeah. Um, and uh, just... That that color, that color when you juice a beet, is unlike anything else. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the richest, brightest pink you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And for those curious who, for some reason, have never juiced a beet, what's wrong with you? Yeah. First of all, but second of all, um, follow our Instagram page at me cook pretty. One of our shots there, you'll see just like a circle of brilliant magenta, and that's uh, that's about what it looks like. Yeah. It's yeah. uh it's some pretty incredible stuff. Uh so yeah, I had to get a juicer. Uh it was gifted nice. to me actually, which is really cool. It's a hand me down. Um nice. Yeah. One I was totally not expecting. And then a juicer just shows up on my doorstep and I'm like, All right. <laughs> guess I'll gift, start man. juicing. Oh man. I've I've used it three times uh since I got it, and that was about eighteen hours ago. So Wow. Yeah. And it must break down pretty easy for cleaning. And yeah, stuff, it's, right? it's, there's four pieces to clean, so it's not bad. What? That's nuts. Yeah, that's really good. It's nothing. It's nothing, dude. Well, and that's you, so you gotta exciting. just you just you gotta make cleaning and caring for your juicer part of the part of the process. Yep, it's like a cast iron where if you don't clean it right away, um, you're just you're, you 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 want to clean it right away. Yeah, <laughs> that's just how things. That's just how it works. It's possible to clean it later, but you're gonna be mad at yourself for it. Yeah, no so. one's gonna be happy about that, especially not the cast iron. Yeah, poor thing. I've had to bring so many of mine back to life. Yep, it, they take a little coaxing, but they'll do it for you. Hmm. All right. Well, juicer, that's great because up until now you were using your friend Alex's juicer. Yeah, almost and, every day. Yeah, which is wild. But he is very excited about food and um very hospitable so that's not a bad thing to do every day for sure yeah oh yeah it's Uh, great any crazy juice combinations that you've uh found yourself Uh, coming back to the best one 
the best one I've had so far is uh, was watermelon apple mint. Ooh, it was yeah, that sounds so good. good, so incredibly good. I could, just, I mean, we each we split like ninety six ounces of it probably <laughs> between two of us. It was so good. Um, How about your best thing with beets? Best, oh yeah, best thing with beets, of course. Uh, you know, like straight beet is great. Um, really, I okay. do like carrot apple beet. That's that's a classic. Oh, that um, sounds nice because yeah. it kind of sweetens it up and and all that. But straight mm. beet is just fine as well. Um, the craziest one I've done so far was uh, was just a little bit of lemon, like half a lemon, and then a giant tree of ginger and a habanero. Holy cow. So it was just basically Oof. all ginger and habanero juice and a little Oof. bit of acidity. It was it lit you up pretty good. I'm, I I'll... guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm sipping some tea with cayenne in it right now and I'm I'm legitimately sweating a little bit. Yeah, no, that's great. It's good for you. But I can imagine habanero. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, beet uh beets so if you're juicing beets, they will turn everything purple. So if you're looking mm-hmm. for a different color for your juice, like if you're wanting to make green juice and you want it to be green, don't put uh, beets in it. Or use golden beets. Or put the beet greens in it because definitely juice your beet greens. Oh, but, okay. Uh, they also turn everything pink. <laughs> so, yeah, huh. it just nothing nothing to do with the beet should go in the juicer if you don't want the juice to be purple or pink. Cool. Good yeah. to know. Anyway, uh, yeah, that sounds delicious. I can't, I can't, I can't wax poetic enough about how good juicing beets is. <laughs> well, for my kitchen update, I I didn't buy any new equipment or anything this week or for this challenge. It just didn't happen. Um, I kind of ran my ran out of free spending money. Um, but I do have an idea. Oh, and great! I'll have to keep you posted on it. Um. But in my kitchen, <clears throat> so my kitchen has like, uh, on one side of the kitchen, there's the bar, and just where the bar is, you can see into the living room or the dining room or whatever. So it's kind of like semi-open floor plan, where it like passes between rooms, but there's still a wall there. Anyway, uh, right there in that middle point between my dining room and my kitchen, there's an old TV stand on the wall. And it's like this big metal wood Goliath thing with a giant tray. So you can put like a cathode ray TV on it and you can rotate it from side to side. So it either shows to the dining room or shows to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And I am going to repurpose that to be a little cat bench for my cat. (laughs) (laughs) Because. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of June's kitchen, um, which we've mentioned before, but he's this beautiful um, well, uh, he's beautiful too, but whatever. I think he's His beautiful. cats are beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but he makes this wonderful Japanese food, and he has these two beautiful cats. Well, three really. And they just watch him cook, and they love watching him cook. And I've noticed that my cat gets really curious about it, but none of the places where she sits really allow her to see what I'm doing. So this TV stand is up above everything and kind of off to the side, but it's aimed directly at like my main prep space. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm going to put like a little cap bed up there and maybe a scratching post and like find a way to secure it down so she can like jump up and down without it rotating back and forth. Oh, that's awesome. I feel like that might be a deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make a way for my cat to watch me cook. Oh, that's that's so cool. Yeah. Because I'm an adult. I'm going to live my best life. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm just going to make a bench for my cat to watch me cook and I don't care. Yeah. Oh, man. That's great. That's so cool. Yeah. So, um... Not as much an update as an as a future thing that I'm very excited about, and mm-hmm. I think it will honestly stop my cat from being so annoying when I'm cooking. Yeah, she always wants to be like doing something or interacting, but like doesn't really have a way to when I'm in the kitchen. Yeah, so this will be a good way for her to to uh, be entertained. Yeah, good deal. Yeah, I like that. So let's uh, refocus, recenter. Refresh our drinks and uh, go to the squeeze. I sat a lot of the rocks and I washed a cold man. What a rush away. The sun in my guitar and I knew what you were doing yesterday. Shit, but I'll get mad for the next 10 years But realize sometimes things are great I didn't have directions I hadn't eaten anything all day We sucked up that one And wasted a hundred dollars just to play And a bag of peanuts For the windy road Got gonna drink a thing all night Because of the bomb in my stone And you get me your butcher And your number Sometimes things are great Always a good squeeze. Yeah, it's a, it's a really squeezy squeeze. It's very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. Hmm. Still love that. Still have that movie voice on, but it's kind of turning more into like a, a jazz. Yeah, it's a jazz, jazz voice. voice. We did. Didn't we do jazz last time? Did we? <laughs> I think we did jazz voices last time. I think that just might be our direction that we need to go. I guess I keep. I, I need to stop turning up on the weekends, so I still have my voice on Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> that would help. I played some mad foosball last night. Whoa. So, uh, hell yeah, yeah, you did. Hell yeah, I did. Oh, foosball's great. So let's get into the meat and potatoes, the one segment that's very important yet doesn't have a song. <laughs> wow. I guess I didn't really realize that. Yeah, I mean, it's coming off the squeeze. There's already enough stuff kind of going on. Mm-hmm. That I didn't just want to cloud it up with like one more little snippet. Yeah. But if anybody knows any good meat and potato songs, uh, you can find us on Twitter at me cook pretty and anywhere at me cook pretty, and and let me know if there's a song that would go well there. And I'm not saying I'll use it, but it'll be good to know. It would be a right? good place to start. Yeah. So let's start talking about what went right. What did we actually make? What what did this challenge actually produce of Ye- us? Yeah. Uh, I want to start by mentioning that I have two weeks left until one of my creations is done. Um, oh, which one? I made another kraut. Yeah, I made cabbage beet ginger sauerkraut. Uh, oh yeah, you posted the video on how to make that. Yep. Um, so it is. It's in its first week of life right now, because I made it last Sunday. So um, cool. 
It's is it, it's bubbling. It's ready. To, it smells great. It smells awesome. I was about to ask if it was bubbling yet. Yeah. Deal. Lots of bubbles. Uh, it's going to be really nice and active. I think ginger is extra active in that stuff, but I'm, huh. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, yeah. It. I've tried a little bit of it. It tastes awesome. So I'm excited to have that. And of course, it is bright pink. Of course. That's going to be some interesting kraut. Yeah. Oh man. Tell you what, I'm I'm excited to try it. Um, and the, and along those lines, I made a lot of pickled beets this time around. Ooh. Okay. In in nice. various various ways. Uh, my favorite way is to save pickle juice from a previous pickle jar, mm-hmm. and just grate beets or whatever you want to pickle. Grate it mm-hmm. uh, on a cheese grater and just put all that stuff in the old pickle juice. Oh. Yeah, not? And it's delicious. Um, so I made that a few times, and then I also made my own kind of vinegar brine with, uh, well, all the traditionals, the garlic, dill, salt, pepper, vinegar. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you actually have to can that? No, or? no, because it's, okay. it's mostly um, the pickling brines I use are vinegar-based just for that reason. So. <laughs> so you can just have it in your fridge and just eat on it over a couple weeks? Yep, and... exactly. Yeah. I did some uh, some pickled daikon. I really like making pickled daikon radish like that. Mm, okay. Um, and I put some shredded beets in it. Uh, just mm. just a few, just for color. So they basically came out looking like pickled red onions, which is really cool. <laughs> I love that color. Oh yeah, it's it was really nice. But um, yeah, lots mm. of pickling. What what what'd you do? Oh boy. Um, well, I started off like bare minimum, just to cover the bases. I made a simple syrup. Uh, just using golden beets. Oh, yeah, that looked really cool. Yeah, yeah. I ended up making a red simple as well. But, I mean, I'm not juicing the beets. I'm just chopping them up pretty fine and putting in, like, a medium-sized beet with a cup of water and a cup of sugar uh-huh. and uh, just letting it bubble until it starts to kind of, like, coat the back of a spoon, essentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that sounds uh, great. Yeah, yeah. So it's... Uh, Quite a bit of the beet flavor mixed into it if you like eat it straight, but uh, if as soon as you start mixing it in with stuff, I'm surprised at how much the beet flavor kind of goes away. Uh, yeah, so it I made, really mellows out. Yeah, yeah, and it just kind of becomes kind of like coconut sugar, where you're like, there's something to this where it's not just cane sugar, but it's hard to put your finger on it uh, unless you know what you're looking for. So I made uh, granola using that as, like, the main sweetener. So a lot of beet simple with the granola. Ooh. And that was just to cover, like, the, all right, granola or beets every day. We're good. Um, but I also, uh, the first day I made some just uh, not roasted, but, like, steamed beets or boiled beets, whatever. Yeah. And I just nommed on slices of that throughout oh, the week. It's really good. That just simple. Awesome. Yeah, just a little bit of salt. Like, yeah. And... I found that like if you cut it right, um, and after you boil it, if you, like at, there's there's a bunch of ways to peel it easier is what I'm getting to. Yeah. Where the first time I was like peeling it with a knife, and then I just wasn't peeling it, and then I realized you could score it in such a way that after you cooked it, you can just slide the skin right off. Um, so yeah, I I did a lot of roasted or not roasted, but steamed and or boiled beets, and that's fun because the water gets all red. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and those yeah, those need very little accoutrement. 
Uh, though I did put them on some avocado toast, and it was so good. It was so good. Oh, I bet. Oh man. Yeah. That's it. Just that's very hip mm. of you. Yeah, yeah. But avocados were three for a dollar for two weeks there. So. Wow, three yeah. for a buck. Three for a buck, and now they're down to two for a buck. So. Dang. Yeah, it's a good sale. So I am definitely taking advantage of that. Yeah. No kidding. Oh man. Yeah. That sounds great. So, I had a lot of a lot of avocado toast with beets. Yeah. Um, I also made just as I talked about earlier a really good borscht. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I'd be curious to try that. Yeah, and I had in the past I'd only made it with uh, like beef as a pretty important component. Mm-hmm. But this time I'm like I, I bet I can make it just as good without any meat. Yeah. Um, so I used some portobellos that I had and some brown miso from the last challenge. Nice. And I just got that in there right away. And I ended up like, uh, using the immersion blender on the mushrooms and stuff. So mm-hmm. you didn't actually have to deal with that texture because that's kind of a weird texture in, in such a th- stew. Yeah. To like all of a sudden have something slimy. So I just like blended the mushroom up <clears throat> with the miso and some broth and yeah, I don't. You don't need meat and borscht. No, <laughs> like you really don't. I mean, it's beet stew. Like, why? Why yeah. subtract from that? Yeah, and like, I don't think Russian or Soviet peasants just had beef sitting around. So no, no, I definitely feel like not. it's way more authentic this way too. Um, so that was good. I also mixed in quite a bit of guacamole with the borscht, which is a terrible color, Ooh. but a delicious result. Oh um, yeah, is it like brown? Uh, it's just really like kind of, um, what's the word mottled, I guess I would mottled. say mottled. Yeah. Mottled okay. where it's like the, the avocado never really integrates in. It just kind of looks like there's a, looks like there's just like a green heart beating inside of the borscht. Weird. Um, yeah. It's real interesting. Real interesting. Uh, I also made some beet lemonade with the simple, um, I used a couple different, I used both of my beet simples, the golden and the uh, red, just mm-hmm. so I could get the right gradient every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, um, So that was fun. What else did I do? Um, I bought some pickled beets. Oh, uh, you did? Yeah, but I didn't get around to making any. I, there is a, in, your, in our collective Cooks Illustrated, we both have a Cooks Illustrated, um, there's a recipe for pickled beets with orange and rosemary. Whoa. I, how have yeah. I not seen that? I guess I haven't looked in the beets. <laughs> yeah, you've got to check it out. It's, uh, I, I definitely need to make it. I just didn't get around to it. Yeah. But, um, I will be making those pickled beets uh, because <laughs> um, while we're eating the borscht as an appetizer, I just dumped a, a can or whatever, a jar of pickled beets into a bowl. Mm-hmm. And, my friends and I just sat around and ate those with chopsticks and waited for the borscht to be ready. Oh, so yeah. It man, was a good life, man. you guys went all out on the beats that day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. So <laughs> it was really good. And then, yep, I made those couple borscht that did not work out. Yeah. Um, did you um, – you saw my beet, my beet pancakes, right? Yeah. Tell me, what's the deal with those? So, I, I mean, I made them like I, I usually make pancakes, um, which is like um, flour and a banana and water and baking soda, lemon juice, and, uh, you know, that's usually about it. But, um, yeah. 
This time I added like a quarter cup or a third of a cup of uh, of shredded beets, just just enough to make everything pink and and nice. blended it up with everything, and they were really good. It, I mean, same kind of effect as this simple. It just it kind of cooks the earthiness out of them and just leaves mm-hmm. sweet behind. Um, yeah. So this looks like red velvet, dude. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah, and it it just makes everything sweet. Hmm. So that was that was a really nice surprise. I was I was mostly making it as a joke, but it kind of actually turned <laughs> out. Yeah, I mean that's what I found is you know with miso we were having a hard time finding a way to make a dessert or something sweet with miso. Mm-hmm. But beets, no problem. Oh yeah, no like, problem. It's so simple. And the nice thing about making beets simple is what you're left with is essentially candied beets. Oh, because you strain away the simple, and then you have a bunch of tiny bite-sized sweet beets, like yeah, treats that you can just pop in your mouth. So, oh, that's just, that's awesome. Yeah, yep. And I, I bet you could like dehydrate those to like preserve them somehow. But I think they last quite a while too because they have been cooking in sugar. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have yet to have any of those expire. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh man, that's a really good idea. Yeah, I was I was curious. Did you ever uh, dehydrate your beets? Um, ever made beet, I mean, aside from leaving them in the oven for four hours, <laughs> that's okay. Yep. Uh, fair, fair. And also, a couple of them got lost in the back of the fridge for the whole challenge, and they <laughs> came out feeling like mm. something I don't want to really describe. But I ended up juicing them, and there was like half the juice left in them that that you get out of a fresh beet. But um, okay. I had mixed feelings about that. Yeah, I yeah, I had mixed feelings about it too. Uh, hmm. But no, I did. I did not actually dehydrate any. I, you know, it, it would be easier with a dehydrator, obviously. But yeah, I have a hard it's... time finding the time to stay around the house long enough to dehydrate something in the oven. Yeah, and just it's so hard to get it um, even cooking and knowing when to flip it and it sticks to the pan if you don't get it just right. Yeah, yeah. it's tricky. Yep. Uh, so I have to ask because I ask this every time. Yeah, oh. Are you going to keep doing this challenge? I am going to use more beats for sure. All right. Uh, I was I consider impressed. that a success, right? Yeah, I was impressed with their versatility for sure. Um, mm. especially in the pickled form, they make great toppers to everything. Oh yeah, and shredded beets. That really is. Like, yeah, just shredded so raw good. beets. I okay. So I have to admit. I mean, I don't know why I say I have to admit this, but. Uh, for one of the things that I wanted to try while doing this challenge was just eating a whole raw beet. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> did you? Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> it wasn't a big one. I mean, it was like it was like half the size of my fist. Oh um, boy! This guy has a pretty big fist. But uh, <laughs> but I just cut it in half and kind of went to town on it over the course of huh. half an hour or so. Just kind of nibbled here and there. Um, huh. It was like a really hard carrot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sweet and and tasty. Very tasty, actually. Um, hmm. The texture really? left a little bit to be desired, just because of how crunchy it was. But okay. Not not so, something I would not recommend. But like a roasted beet for sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Plain roasted beets, fine. Yeah. Uh, plain mm-hmm. raw beet. It was fine. It was better than I thought it was gonna be. I also do want to know what acid did you find worked best with beets? Ooh, balsamic works really well. Okay. Um, I had red wine vinegar is what I ended up using oh, yeah. a lot of. 
also just like our white wine vinegar. I use that on them. Rice vinegar works really well. Oh, I didn't even rice seemed like a really weird combo, so I didn't try that. Well, it's just it's I have the seasoned rice vinegar, so it's sweet. Um, oh, it just kind of gotcha. goes well with the sweetness of the beads. Hmm. Okay. But my my default was either balsamic or white wine vinegar. Okay. Glad I asked because, mm. you know, acid's important. It is. And... It is a nice balance. And beets yeah. do take a lot of salt too. They will they yes. will very much they will respond very positively to salt. Yep. Salt er, salt early, salt often. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I will also add beets to my, like, kind of, um, if I'm just buying a smorgasbord of vegetables for a random stir fry or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, beets are going in the basket. Yeah. It's a good value. Um, they're usually, I don't know, like, it's it's like a buck fifty for a big one mm-hmm. um, and less as the size goes down, but they seem to be worth it in terms of fillingness, fill, filling <laughs> ability. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and great flavor plays well with others lasts a long time in the fridge yeah so it's yeah like, absolutely and super easy to prepare a, yeah so that's a pretty good combo in fact it's pretty hard to screw up a beat like yeah. you're kind of finding they, they'll take whatever you throw at them yep exactly so just don't excellent. leave them in the oven for four hours yep that will definitely do it Four <laughs> things so I should say we're kind of getting towards the end here but I do want to thank Instagram user at bones and beer for suggesting this challenge um it was such a good challenge yeah this was uh, this was perfect uh we had a lot of fun um i know we're working on getting recipes put together so we can actually mm-hmm. have you guys recreate what we make but uh the pancake recipe is up on instagram but um, it's in the comments yeah. yeah we'll uh we're working on others but hopefully we're just in the meantime just inspiring you to try experimenting with beats yeah yeah and it's definitely worth it. If you guys have any beet recipes that are go-tos for you and that you found success with, uh, definitely please share those with us. Uh, like we were just talking about, we're not done using beets. Like, we're, we're, I'm not tired of beets like I was tired of miso. Um, so <laughs> well, because you have water left in your cells. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so please send us a link to recipes. Um on our Instagram, our Twitter, we're on Facebook too. Uh, we'd love to hear it. I know it's such a versatile thing that somebody's got to have like the beet equivalent to applesauce and yeah. you know all that fun stuff. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I never tried it really pureed on its own, but I think there's lots of directions you could go with that. Mm-hmm. You can add some cinnamon, some cloves, some brown sugar. Um, yeah, you could almost make like a beet tart if you got real creative. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We need more so, time with beets, for sure. Yeah, but thankfully we have, you know, the rest of our lives ahead of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, any good beets or jams you'd like to recommend? You know, uh, I listen, I, I mean, we know this by now, I tend to listen to some really weird stuff in the kitchen, but um, I fell back in love with Godspeed, you Black Emperor, in the last two <laughs> weeks. So yep. I've been listening to a lot of Godspeed in the kitchen, uh, which is not for everybody. I will tell you now. Um, yeah, definitely. Not. But uh, yeah, that's that's been my those have been my jams. Nice. 
I've been keeping up the punk rock because the weather's still here, so I've been listening to a lot of Glockamora and Bomb the Music Industry. Nice. And, yeah, it's been good. Good picks. Yeah. Good good so, picks to rain in uh, early spring. Yep. Uh, we're there. Bees are coming back. Everything's coming up Clark. Yep, So coming up Clark. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, please reach out to us with any questions comments um song suggestions we love those we used to talk about music as a podcast so it's in our blood please send us links um what else Hmm, i think that's about it we're about to go talk about the next challenge but it's not too late for you guys to submit challenge ideas um we might not get to it right away but we do take our listener suggestions very seriously like those get towards the top of the list and are pretty likely to get chosen at some point so uh, definitely send those to us as long as it's not anything too expensive or too gross, you know, something <laughs> that, something that the general public would, would enjoy or would at least enjoy us doing for the entertainment value. So anyway, uh, with that in mind, Riley, uh, please, Riley, please don't forget to live fast and cook pretty. Bye everybody. Bye.